0: This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.
1: There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. With convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
0: Talk Radio 1210.
2: WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the. Oh, you fabulous, sir. So how are you, Deanne?
3: I'm doing great, Mark.
4: Just great.
2: Me too. And we're excited to be talking to you here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages, call Deanne. If you want it about residential, commercial, real estate, give me a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne?
3: My number is 609-605-7153.
2: And we're here every week. We've been here for 15 years. Keep you informed on your real estate news. You can listen to this show on our past shows, on our webpage, Good News in Real Estate. Just hit the little yellow microphone and all the shows will pop up. (laughs) So what's coming up today?
3: Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. As always, we have Mark's funny story.
2: Got a good one for you today.
3: Today, we also have our mortgage mom topic, which is... How much do I really need? Yes. Mark, we have some great questions today. As usual, we have, is it legal to count garage as a living space if it's converted? The next one is, to sell a house in Pennsylvania, does everybody on title have to agree? (laughs) Next question is, what can I do if a builder ignores me while I'm trying to have them fix something that is under warranty? That we also have, old. can I build a house on the same block appraised at a different number? They are now all row homes, basically the same.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting one. I've had that happen to me. <laughs> yeah,
3: sure. All right, Mark, we also have our topic of the day, which is my favorite one, which is the 80-20 rule. It is not a math problem.
2: And yeah, we do this every once in a while because it's important. Totally. And I hear... I hear people, you know, and they're especially small business people complaining about this and that, and, you know, and I, and Facebook, I'm always posting, stay in the 20, stay in the 20, but you know, every once in a while you need to hear this.
3: Yep. And one of the realtors that we, you and I both have known for a very long time, that's all I've been doing is trying to get him out of his 80 so he could do more business.
2: Yep. I got one coming to my 0 to $20 million coaching session next Thursday at 10 o'clock if anybody's interested. You can stop in for free if you're a business person or an agent at my real estate school, 9227 Frankfurt Avenue. It'll probably be about two and a half hours long, and it's about staying in the 20% and making money.
3: Awesome. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote.
2: And the motivational quote is, optimism isn't a belief that things will automatically get better. It's a conviction that we can make things better. Love it. So get off the couch and get moving. So where are we at?
3: All right. So we are up to our market report.
2: And there is Franks Bell and his prospects for the spring market. I, the media, I love them. They, you know, We're getting into the spring market. Now, the spring market started January, January. 1 to start yep. out, but they're... They're getting happier because they're seeing brighter numbers as sales are increasing. People are buying more homes. People are selling more homes. Things are going to twenty four is going to be a good year. I
3: think it's going to be the best year ever. That's my know, prediction. About the,
2: the best I'll go best, with you, the best year ever. All right, and I'll tell you what. I know a lot of agents that did great last year because yes. they picked up the phone and talked to people, and the ones that and the business people that were sending out flyers and calendars and everything else and waiting for the phone to ring they're the ones that were suffering but December numbers because all the reports come in later everything's a little more optimistic existing home sales beat the uh, analysts ex- expectations not by much but they did and they just think now some people are saying the economy is getting better which i don't understand that point because i watch Charlie Payne every day at two o'clock and uh <laughs> on Fox Business, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of details they don't give you. Like this inflation number, it's three four percent. No, it's not. That number does not include food, fuel, and everything else that we buy day to day. Correct. The real number in Philly is close to seven percent, and and food is twenty five percent up. So you know the that three or four percent. That's the national news. They only give you little bits, no detail. Same with real estate. They never talk about real estate. And the real estate market's fine. They just don't talk about it because they don't talk about good news like we do. So it's
3: definitely busy. I mean, people are putting offers left and right. And when we put submitted offer, Mark, there's already 15 offers in. So people are definitely out there.
2: Yeah, because it's cheaper to buy. And, you know... This 48% in Philly that I preach to every week should get off the couch and buy. You don't have to put 20% down. You don't need all. You don't need $20,000 in the bank. It's a good time to buy. And historically, rates are 78% and they're coming down again. And we're in the sixes or something. So, anyway, but if home prices are con- continu- continuing to go up, I was talking to somebody who called me from the show. They're like, but the prices keep going up. And I said, yeah. And they're con- Going to continue to go up. So buy That's now. Right. Plus, we're you're appreciating every year. So ten that de- you're going to probably pick up ten grand in a in value in one year. And and first time home buyers were responsible for twenty eight percent of all the sales in January. And investors, second home buyers were seventeen percent, and only two percent were like distressed or investors. So first-time home buyers are the big group out there. and it, regionally the Northeast went up, uh, a few percentage points in sales. Midwest went up. The only places where they're really having problems is like crazy California and New York and New York. That's not the doing with Trump. Jeez, I'd, sc- I'd be scared to be a business person in New York.
3: Well, I can look at California. That's like me.
2: That's like me saying my house is worth five hundred thousand and then somebody says, No, you lied. It's only worth four hundred. That's what that case is about. It's unbelievable. And it's still going on. It's and crazy. also, Mark, but California,
3: yeah. people are leaving in leaving by droves. I mean, it's insane.
2: It's fifteen hundred a day.
3: I'm just happy she- to have Sylvester Stallone back in Florida.
2: And Jersey, Jersey's number two with that. And then New York people flaying, basically because of taxes. Tell us about the rates.
3: So, Mark, you're looking at a 30-year fixed conventional hovering around 7%. And again, that depends on what your credit score is and how much we're putting down. 15%, you're looking at about 6.625%. And your 30-year FHA is 6.875%. Your VA is around 6.75%. Again, not too much bearing on credit score with the VA and the FHA, but it does help a little bit.
2: Yeah. You look better credit. You're going to get better rates. It makes sense. That's right.
3: All right. So stay tuned because Mark's funny story get, is coming. I up got now, a good one
2: for you too. And it's from Jack. Jack and wants me to tell this story. My good friend. <laughs> so with that, you're listening to good news in real estate here on talk radio, 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours.
5: If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267 266 5501 or go to Philadelphia Real Estate Total cost only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267 266 5501 or go to Philadelphia Real Estate Get your license now.
4: Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
2: All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, All positive. All the time. Rock and roll. So we're we'll at the
3: end. So, Mark, we are up to your funny story.
2: And this joke goes out to Sam. Her name's Susan Dalton. She worked with my good friend, Jack Rushton, who was president of the Hotel Restaurant Workers Union for 44 years. And we talk every day. And this is his good friend, Sam. And he wanted me to send a joke out to her. So this uh, older realtor, he boards a plane for a business trip, right? And as he's settling into his seat, he glances up, and he sees the most beautiful woman boarding the plane. Soon he realizes he's heading straight toward his seat. As fate would have it, she took the seat right beside his. And eager to strike up a conversation, he blurted out, business trip or pleasure? She turned, smiled, and said, business. She goes, I'm going to an annual Nymphomaniacs of America convention in Boston. <laughs> And he like swallows hard, and he and he, she was the most gorgeous woman he'd ever seen sitting next to him. Going to a Nymphomaniacs Association, struggling to maintain his composure, he calmly asked, "What's your business role at this convention?" She goes, oh, "I'm a speaker, a speaker, a speaker. I do lectures. I use the information that I've learned from my personal experience to debunk some of the popular myths about sexuality." He goes, "Really? What kind of myths are there?" She goes, "Well." One popular myth is African-American men are the most well-endowed of all men, when in fact it's Native American Indians who is most likely, likely to possess that trait. And the realtor goes, really? He goes, another popular myth is that Frenchmen are the best lovers, when actually it's men of Jewish descent are the best. He goes, really? And I also discovered that lovers with the absolutely best stamina are southern rednecks. He goes, really? Suddenly the woman comes a little uncomfortable and bless you. He goes, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be really discussing all with you. I don't even know your name. He goes, my name's Tano. Tano Goldstein. But my friends call me Bubba.
3: <laughs> that was good. That was an oldie but goodie. <laughs> if you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267 266
2: And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Aunt Kat Sarris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is, how much do I really need? So tell me about this.
3: I am going to tell you about this, Mark, because this is perfect timing. A lot of us are going to, well, hopefully a lot of us, are going to be getting our tax refund. So that (laughs) tax refund can be used for down payment. And a lot of people think, That they're not allowed to use it. Um, I'm not sure. I guess that's another myth, but absolutely your tax refund, especially if it gets direct deposited into um, your bank account. Now, if you get that tax refund check and you decide to go to a check cashing store or some other place to cash it, and let's say take out a hundred or 200 for yourself and then deposit that money cash then you're going to have to wait 60 days because it's going to have to be sourced from where it came from but if you take that check and deposit it directly into your bank account that can be used towards your closing costs as well as your down payment now again since we're in in the in the mode of myths it is a complete and utter myth that you need 20% down as a down payment so as a first time home buyer you can purchase a home with as little as 3%. There's a lot of great programs that are out there that offer lower mortgage insurance and lower down payments, such as 3%. Right. On an FHA loan, you can put as little as 3.5% down and you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. You just can't have an FHA loan already. Right. So a lot of people believe that the FHA loan is just for her first time home buyers can't have an FHA loan currently, unless you're going to sell that house and you, it has to be owner occupied. So when we get into these lower down payments, it's generally, well, it is for occupancy. That's going to be your primary residence. Right. Now conventionally they've came, they've come out with a great new product, right? A Fannie Freddie, where on a duplex, and that means a two unit, a three unit, even up to a four unit, as long as you're going to own or occupy it, you can put as little as 5% down conventionally. Now before, no matter conventionally, if you were going to own or occupy it or not, you needed to put down between 20 to 25%. Yep,
2: that's but a great again, program. If,
3: you, if you're going to own or occupy it, you can put as little as 5% down. And I love this for an FHA loan. I talk about it all the time. And there's a lot of people, a lot of our listeners that have taken advantage of it. But with your FHA loan on a duplex or a triplex, right? You can put as little as three and a half percent down and use 75% of the rental income to help qualify for that purchase. So it's a great for free and live for free. 100%. And you can still ask for up to a 6% seller concession. And Mark, yeah. what we always say, right? If you don't ask, the answer, the answer is no. So put it out there, negotiate, and negotiating means that you have a good, strong realtor that is going to bat for you. Not submitting the offer and then sitting back and waiting for the phone to ring. You got to get I sold. In there. I, I gave the negotiate. last
2: quad. The last quad I sold. I gave that guy seller assist to help him with that down payment. Yeah, absolutely. We bumped the price up, but then I wasn't waiting and crossing my fingers to see if it appraised. I did comps and called the appraiser to make sure, because in fact I couldn't find another quad. I had to use triplexes and duplexes, but I made sure I did my homework and then it appraised. Right. Everybody's happy.
3: Now- for those of you that are getting the tax refund and would like to do something other than buy um, a primary because you might already have one, you can come on down to Florida and put 10% down and get a second home. Yeah. Which is amazing because the house prices down here, you know, they they were a little inflated, but they're not anymore. They're very reasonable right now and you should definitely check out the market. You know, outside of New Jersey, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, um, there's a lot of great buys in the area.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some places in Florida on the west coast, in the Gulf Panhandles part. I I have a friend that bought one down there for a buck seventy. They had a swimming pool, everything, An enclosed swimming pool. So them little uh, Palmetto bugs wouldn't land on you. <laughs> They're about the size of a well,
3: bat. I don't want to jinx myself, but I haven't seen one. Jeez, Louise. Um, you know, since I've been just here.
2: the one Thank bar God. I'd be running.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I leave just in time and come back to New Jersey. But the other side of this, Mark, um, that I wanted to also mention was Green Tree Mortgage has a phenomenal product for investors. We don't care about your income, the only thing we care about is your credit score higher than a 660, 660 or above, and that you have assets. And you can get into a loan with 20% down and investment property. 20% down will use the market value for the rental income. Otherwise, if you already have a lease in place with first month security, uh, security deposit and first month's rent, you can use that lease as well. But jump into the game because... The investment properties out there are awesome. You don't need you know, to have a, make $100,000. We don't care what your tax return says. All we care about is assets and a FICO score, which is your credit score above a 660. Jump into the game. Give me a call. It doesn't hurt, and it's not going to cost you anything. Just give me a call, and let's have a conversation. 609-605-605. Seven one five.
2: 3. That all goes back. If you don't ask, the answer is no. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of opportunities out here. You just got to get in the game. Out there, right? yeah. Get in the game.
3: I just want to say, real quick, I want to say congratulations to Dominic Moore, um, who just um, he is my son's best friend and just went under contract for his new home. And Tommy and all his friends are, are purchasing right now. You know why? Because it's the best time to sell, and it's the best time to buy. It is.
2: It's a great time. Times are good. In real estate, yep. it's just we're the only show that talks about it. The media does right. not talk about good news. All right. So with that, you're listening to good news in real estate here on WPHT 1210, the top talk station in Philly. I was talking to the general manager today. We're rocking and rolling, so we're all positive. All the time, we'll be it. Right
0: Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley.
1: There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
4: Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net. Philadelphia
0: Real Estate Club. Classes. the premier real estate school in philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in pennsylvania and it's no wonder they offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license call 267-266-5501 or go to Philadelphia philadelphiarealestateclasses.com total cost only four ninety nine, including the book day night and weekend courses are available call 267-266-5501 or go to Real philadelphiarealestateclasses.com get your license now this program is paid for by good News in real estate.
2: All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate. Here on twelve ten WPHD, all positive, all the time. So we have here.
3: So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment, and we have some great questions as usual. The first one is: Is it legal to count garage as living space if it's converted?
2: Yeah, I mean, this happens a lot. You see, a garage, and now they got a door and a window. <laughs> And as long as they did the permits and everything and it and it's and it meets the criteria that, you know, you walk into that room, I don't know if they make it a family room, they make it a bedroom, then it has to have access to a bathroom. Uh but like a
3: window and a closet.
2: I don't know if the closet's necessary anymore.
3: Closet. Uh, I mean it doesn't have to be a built in, but it's gotta be yeah. Well, for FHA, but it if does. you got a
2: decent sized garage, you could do all that. Yeah. So, a lot sure. of people turn them into family rooms. I know one guy it turned one into a movie theater, but
5: a man cave,
2: yeah, man cave. But as long <laughs> as you do the permits and everything else, now then it's going to be counted as square footage, so that'll add value to the house. If you just do it and you don't get permits and all that stuff, uh, that could be an issue. But if you do it right, it could be, yeah, it could add value to your property. If you add another bedroom, you're definitely, if you got a three and now it's a four, you're definitely adding value to the house.
3: Yeah. I mean, even if you added in a bathroom in there as well with the bedroom, you just added yeah. immense value.
2: Which is things you could do with like uh, some programs sure. that are out there, you know?
3: Yeah. Because usually the garage backs up to the laundry room or is on the other side it, it so it might be a big
2: easy. deal at all. What's the next one?
3: All right. The next question is to sell a house in Pennsylvania. Does everybody on the title have to agree?
2: Yeah, this, this comes up every once in a while on this show, but yeah, I mean, if you're on the title and this is happens with siblings, somebody passes away or something like that. And then you got all these siblings and if, if they're on title, if somebody put them on the title and then one wants to sell the house and one wants to keep it. And and then you got a battle. Yeah, you got to get people to agree. Right. And, and sometimes there's an executor and they want to do one thing and the rest of them want to do something else. I've been involved in a few of these with like five, six siblings and, and it was a mess. That's why it's really good to have everything spelled out in a will. So, you know, it's. They don't have to make the decisions, and then they don't end up being enemies over money or something stupid. But right. yeah, if they're on a if they're on title, they gotta they gotta sign. And if they won't sign, you got a problem. You're yep. stuck. Yep. you're stuck. What's the next one?
3: All right, the next question: What can I do if a builder ignores me while I try to have them fix something that is under warranty?
2: I hear about this one a lot. You know, everybody thinks when you buy a brand new house, there's nothing going to be wrong. but there's always something. You know, I remember they built one up near me off of Pine Road, and they whatever stucco they used uh, all started falling off the houses, and and it turned into a big lawsuit. But these, you know, most of the builders, if they're reputable builders and you got issues, they usually will come in and take care of stuff. But if you got some builder that's having financial issues, maybe... He over, you know, his price compared to what it was going to cost to buy the land, the permits and the building and everything else. And they're in financial issue. Like I remember years ago in one market, there was some houses up off of Road that they were, they were, he built these little McMansions and they were just sitting and it was an issue for him. And, uh, I remember that condo down on the river. Remember that thing when he ended up auctioning them off? Yep. In 2005 or 2006, you know, they built and went crazy at the wrong possible time. But most of them, if it's under warranty, they'll take care of it. If not, you call Legal Shield, you got a lawyer, have them send a nice letter, and usually they show up.
3: A nice, warm, and fuzzy letter.
2: Yeah, they send some great letters. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, the next question is this is an unusual one selling a house from an estate, as a court-appointed administrator, title agent is asking administrator to provide a consumer credit cards and amount of dissent owed to the consumer credit and a summary of medical debts to be paid. Does that sound right?
2: this does not sound right. First of all, medical bills and credit card stuff, I mean, a title agent asking you for... Credit card information—I don't right. know about that—and and then the medical debts—I don't even know about that one. This to me does not sound kosher. Uh, right? Something they're asking—I don't know. This title agent might be outside of their uh, realm of experience on some of this stuff. What they're supposed—I can see checking liens and certain things, but then. Right. Asking some consumer getting credit card information would make my antennas up for sure. For
3: sure. You know, yeah. Anybody agreed. who asks you
2: for your credit card information, man, you should really be cautious. <laughs> Been there, done that. I think I'm on my fourth card in 23. <laughs> 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 These card readers, they're so sophisticated. I mean, you know, yeah. They, all they got to do is just get close to you and they got your stuff.
3: That's right. Yeah. That's what you got to get, one of those uh, wallet blockers. It's probably from all the the women that you're meeting at the at the yeah. bar.
2: I don't think it's that. <laughs> I'd give them money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's up?
3: All right, next question. Can a house on the same block appraise at a different number? They are all row homes, basically the same.
2: Yeah, I've actually ran into this. I did a deal one time down on Wolf Street at 2nd and 3rd and Wolf. Third and Wolf. And third and third to fourth Wolf, there's got to be eighty houses on that block, and the one then the Wolf is towards where they put the lights up for Christmas across the streets and all. You know what I'm right. talking about in South Philly? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Well,
2: at Third and Wolf, it's great. The other end of Wolf Street starts getting a little shaky, and right. and there's like a little park at the end there. And actually, I was selling this house right, and the appraisers looking at this house and halfway down the block, the numbers started changing like on the same block, on the same side of the street. Yeah. The ones closer to third yep. street were actually hired. Now they're all the same square footage. They're exactly the same, but by one end of the block, the numbers changed slightly. Yeah. Now, it's really weird because you would think every, that's like when, uh, back when we had millage before where the city did, uh, what was it called when they did the market value, uh, AVI, AVI was it? AVI. Yeah. And they did that. And I'm looking at houses, because I want to see how accurate they were. So I'm looking at blocks I'm familiar with, like in Fishtown and, and right And I got a house right next door, different number than the one next door. I mean, how can that happen? You know, every house was slightly different. You would think a whole block of rows on one block would all be the same number. Well, and they were again
3: though, you don't know if somebody upgraded, you know, the bathroom or the kitchen. No, but they
2: were doing this, nobody was going there. this was just some computer. Oh, they were doing the drive-bys. They weren't doing drive-bys. This was just a computer yeah. program. They were all yeah. over the place. I remember when AVI came out and then they started thinking about tax taxes. I'm thinking, all right, so now they're out in West Philly with all these rows, and now they're all theirs is going up. Mine should go down. And my taxes went up four hundred bucks. I'm like, you know. Yeah. But there's still I think there's still like hundred and fifty thousand pending court cases over tax appreciation in Philly. So yeah, can it be different? Yeah, it could be different. Now my sure. block. There's only, I think there's eight houses and every one's going to be a different price. All
3: right. So Mark, coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, which is the 80-20 rule. And it's not a math problem, but stay tuned because this relates to everyone with Even every your social day. life. Your so stay tuned.
2: All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: Good news in real estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net.
4: Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate, and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
5: If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania, and it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only four ninety nine, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267 5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now.
2: All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHD. all positive all the time. So where we at, Miss Scott Cyrus?
3: Mr. Cumberland, we are up to your topic of the day, which is the 80-20 rule. And it's not a math problem.
2: Yeah, and it's not. And this is a very old rule. It goes back to the 14th century. There was a philosopher named Pareto, and then he figured out that 80% of wealth in Italy was controlled by 20% of the population. And then he started looking at everything else in life, and your business life and your social life has an 80-20 rule. Now, the 20% is what gets everything done. You know, in business, the 20% is the lead generation. Like in real estate, it's actually making the phone call, getting the buyer, getting the seller. And then the rest of it, running around showing houses and filling out paperwork and sending emails and all that other stuff is the 80%. But that costs you money. But that's not the way the average person and the small business people look at it. And how you stay in the 20% is you put a dollar amount attached to it, right? So what I tell my students in class, if you want to make a hundred, here's how you figure out what you're worth an hour. It's not how much money you made last year. It's how much money you want to make in the upcoming year. So if you want to make a hundred grand a year, you take a hundred grand divided by 52 by 40, that makes you worth $48 an hour. So this is rounded out fit. You were 50 bucks an hour, right? So every time you're not doing what's getting you towards your goal, it's costing you $50 an hour. So all 90% of the real estate agents in our industry do not have an assistant. So they're doing all the busy work. And they don't realize it's costing them $50 an hour, where they could probably hire somebody for 15 bucks an hour, you know, 12 bucks an hour for 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week to do this busy work. But they don't because they have to have their little mitts on everything. And 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 the 80%, it's like it's like fly paper. You know, that once they get into it, they're stuck in it. And most small business people spend the majority of their time in the 80%. Like my drummer in my band. He owns a painting company. And he sometimes he's still out painting. And I'm like, you should not be painting. You should be strictly 20% stopping by making shorter painting, but in the meantime, lining up painting jobs.
3: But what but happens when somebody thinks that they can't. That nobody can do it better than they
2: can. Well, that's the big thing. They all think that. S's and C's, like the doctor talks about, 90% of the population are S's and C's. So they all all think nobody can do it as good as them. So they got to have their little mitts on everything. Like I got over this years ago, man. Whatever anybody says to me, I'll take care of that for you, I say thank you. And, And I hire assistants and try to stay out of the 80%. At one time, I had five jobs, but I was working 30 hours a week because I was staying in the 20. Most of the agents, the average agent in the United States, 61 years old, sells 12 houses a year, makes 70-some grand a year. But I bet you they work 50, 60 hours a week, and most of it's in 80%. They're, and you, if you told them to actually call, pick up the phone and call people every day to get new business, it would probably take them less than an hour if they use a script. Agreed. But but they won't do it. They'd rather send a postcard and a calendar and eagle schedule and whatever else that I'm not going to look at or email me. And the worst is text me because I'm not reading them. You know, call me. So anyway, the 80-20 rule, even in your social life, you have a party at your house. What do you do? You email all your friends. You message your friends. You call them, whatever. You invite them all. They all show up, Right. So now you got to get the house ready. So you get clean the house, you get ready, the drinks, the food, you do all the, everything is ready. They all show up four to six hours. Now, if you actually sat down at the end of that party, because you're still the host and thought about how, how many minutes of this party really made it worthwhile to me. If it was a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, maybe that's the 20% made it worthwhile to you. And then they all leave. And you're back in the 80% cleaning up the mess. And one of the biggest mistakes people make is they can't say no. I actually have a song that you can look up by Kix, K-I-X-X, called No is All Right. I get asked to do stuff constantly. And if it's not something I want to be involved in, I just say no. We're still friends. But... Like but my wife used to have this problem all the time. She'd run around with her sisters and cousins and all these friends all day long. And they'd come in and say, oh, I did was run around all day. I said, why <laughs> don't you just say no? And they would go, "The," and she couldn't say no. You got to learn to say no to things or else you're always going to be running around the 80%. And the 20 is going to make you all the money and get you to where you want to be. But the 80%, it, it costs you money. Like, I just talked to, I'm coaching a small business person that owns a home care uh, company, and she's worth about 450 an hour, and she was doing all kinds of 80%. So I just, like, coached her into leveraging, and right. she had no idea she was worth $450 an hour. But, you know, now she's rethinking how she's running her business.
3: That's awesome.
2: Like it's little things. And most of the time when I coach business people, I'm coaching a plumbing company. I'm coaching, you know, I coach outside of real estate. Most of the time it's a few tweaks and it gets them back into 20%. And then they make more money. And here's the here's the benefit. When you stay in the 20%, you have more time on your hands. You're not working weekends. You're not running around like a lunatic. You got more family time. You get to do it. And I'm telling you what, like if I don't have nothing to do nothing to do in the afternoon. I don't feel guilty. <laughs> I, I'll watch. I'll, I love the Premier League soccer. I'll watch. There's, there's probably a game on this afternoon. I'll watch at 3 o'clock, and I'll feel guilty. And I'm probably making money at the same time because I did the 20%. Agreed. You know, you got, any, you got any comments on the 20?
3: Well, you know, sometimes it's hard because when, when the business, like especially now when the business isn't going really well and there's not a lot of buyers, I jump back on the phone and I call like all my pre-approved and looking and, and that's okay because sometimes, you know, there'll be questions that I can answer that maybe somebody else won't, but it's just a little push. And then I get right back into my 20%. If they do have questions and I delegate the answers for everyone else to do. So, um, you have to, you have to put a sign in front of you with an 80 slash 20. So I, I tell
2: everybody that and yeah. it has to be in your calendar, a uh, lead generation, five days a week. You pick a time yep. like the plumber I'm coaching. Now he's calling all of his past clients and calling them up. And here's all he's saying. Hi, it's so-and-so from this plumbing company. You got a minute? They go. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to you for a long time. How's everything going? How's the family? If you need anybody that needs a good plumber, don't forget to, you know, give my name out. Yep. And they go yes, and you say thank you next. That's, right. That's it. That's why most realtors never most buyers and sellers never use the same realtor again. That's right. Because they might send them postcards and calendars and emails, but they don't nobody has time to read all that junk.
3: Yeah.
2: But a phone call, it's personal. The conversation is the relationship.
3: Yep. Awesome topic as usual, Mark. All right, so we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A, and today we are talking about emotional intelligence and self-regulating.
6: How are you, Dr. Abelson? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys? We are good. Excellent. We're up
2: here, staying in the 20%, making money (laughs) and and,
6: and fishing. So tell us about about the self-regulation. Well, every once in a while, I'm sure we've all had some experience where somebody's screaming and hollering or throwing things, or we may even feel threatened uh, about what, what is going on. Uh, and that's typically when somebody has a hard time regulating their emotions. Uh, but we also, all of us go through a situation where sometimes we have trouble, you know, regulating our emotions. Uh, and, and it, it might be something where with it's your spouse or your kids or, or, Right. A business associate. Uh, So they're very important aspects of your emotional intelligence, the extent to which you can regulate how you respond to others emotionally. Uh, And there there are several different tools that we have and techniques that we have that are that are pretty simple and easy to do. In fact, you may have even heard this from your parents as you were growing up. And, you know, and that is, uh, you know, why don't you just sleep on it before you make that decision? well that, that's a technique for self-regulation you know another one is uh just count to yourself before you respond you know count to 10 you yeah. know and 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 you don't have to don't do it out loud because they'll think you're nuts okay, but but do it to yourself but do it slowly because <clears throat> some people when they count to 10 they go into the five six 7, 8, nine ten. okay well that's not enough time so just count yourself and don't worry uh, they'll wait for your response. So maybe it takes five or ten seconds for you to respond. that That's fine, right? Uh, but but if you're getting ready to do something with a high emotionality that you may regret sometime in the future, uh, for sure you want to use some type of technique that's going to help you decrease the emotionality that's going on. At the time and, and there are many of them in our emotional intelligence certification we go into at least 10 or 15 different ways to self-regulate and most of them were just as easy as the ones i just shared
2: i know and i, I i've run a bunch of really big real estate companies and agents they would come up with all these ideas and it were demands and come in to my office and i'd be like the ceo and, and all emotional and this and that. And then they expected me to give like a snap answer and I wouldn't do it. And sometimes it would really tick them off that like I didn't respond. And like I learned a lot from you over the last 15 years and, and it really helps me because the worst time to make decisions is when it's emotional. And, yes. and, I, and I know what the the worst conversation you can have is the one you don't have. So you got to be really careful with, you know, how you deal with people. But I remember I had these two C's, husband and wife, really I C's, that they just had all these plans for me to do. And, you know, know, instead of focusing on what they're doing, they had constantly thinking about what I should do. And they used to send me like two page emails. And then I used to answer like, no. And that, <laughs> or or well,
6: yes, them even. And more yeah, more, and, that, know, yeah because and that, yeah, and they wanted you to respond in a yeah. detailed manner, right. and you didn't. Right, and typical, it, your tip was a typical D response, and theirs was a typical C response. Right,
2: and it actually came to a head because they can't. It it got so bad. And and in the real estate industry, people are worth a dollar, man. If there's a cap, so everybody, everybody in my office was worth twenty one thousand dollars. It didn't matter if they did two million in sales or twenty million. You were worth twenty one grand. So to me, it came to a point where I just called the man Po Fin and I said, "Why don't you just go somewhere else?" And they were like, "But we're like twelve million dollar producers." I said, "Yeah, that and a dollar get you a pretzel, you know." So, but it was like, you know, it 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 actually cause some negativity in the office. Right. Because it does. then they it does. because then they would go talk to everybody else about this and and then right. start firing everybody up. So I was well, really we careful. We do a whole
6: series on, on on how to have people leave, you know, and when it's appropriate for them to leave because it's very important. But if anybody's interested in, in what we're doing with emotional intelligence or interested in our certification program, please go to our website AblesinABEL SON.net or the Abelson or just email me at a at Abelson.net and I'll be delighted to talk with you.
2: Yeah, and you know what? That anybody that owns a company and is a leader, that self regulation is really important because you know your employees are going to be a lot happier if you treat them the right way.
3: Absolutely, great point, Mark. And if you have any additional questions, you can email Mark at 8029 at comcast.net. Or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at DeanneKatzaris at Comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153.
2: And a special thanks to all of our listeners. And Frank for always doing a great job running our show every week. And our sponsors. we got a couple new sponsors coming on the air. If you want to join us, give me a call. I'll tell you how it works here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hope to make you a faithful listener every week so you can listen to every show, Saturday at 1 o'clock. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland.
3: I'm Deanne Kitzaris, your mortgage mom.
2: You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, all-, all the time.
0: Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.
4: Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
0: Philadelphia real estate classes the premier real estate school in philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in pennsylvania and it's no wonder they offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com total cost only 4.99 including the book day night and weekend courses are available call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com get your license now